Let's fucking go. My god, dude. Back on the winning train after losing three weeks in a row. Uh yeah, I mean, it feels good. Uh welcome back to the Fancy Fuck Boys. I'm Travis. I'm David. I, I am not on the winning train. Uh David this David week. lost for the first time in a couple weeks. Uh but we've got a guest on today. I think it's a, is this is this his first time on here? We got we got Mueller. Mueller, is this yep. your first time on through the five my my fuckboy virginity tonight? Oh man, Had we roofied him eventually. <laughs> got the roofies in the drink, and we're taking this virginity. Um, yeah, man, good week, uh, Mueller. You you won last week as well, correct? So it's good to get I to did. to. To three and two, we kind of talked about that a little bit. How you, how much more comfortable you'll feel at three and two than two and three. Uh, I think David and I are both feeling that little, yeah, you know, uncomfortability at two and three. We made our trade today, so uh, pretty pretty uh, blockbuster trade we made. So um, I think and out of the uh, twelve out of the fourteen guys are either two and three or three and two. So yeah. Yeah. It's not a horrible position to be in right now. We've got two guys at four and one, and one at zero oh and five. Uh, well, can I get well, a fuck he's Connor? Stay there. Yeah, <laughs> fuck Connor. Uh, but yeah, so everyone, everyone being just kind of bunched up. It's it's kind of nice. It's reassuring a little bit, but yeah. So should should make for some uh, interesting midseason moves. We'll see. We'll see what's gonna happen. We'll see who panics and sells guys off a little bit. We'll see who tries to make some late season moves. It's gonna be gonna be a good season, man. But uh before we get to talking about too much football, um, let's talk about the good stuff, man. Let's talk about Bachelor in Paradise, Golden Bachelor, Mueller's an expert. Um, I would say knowledge on Bachelor fandom or bachelor just like i don't know lore or whatever Bueller's definitely in the top five in the league he's he's definitely top five mm-hmm. so for sure um he's also got a girlfriend that started him watching this and now it's kind of just like i i don't know if you still have to watch it Mueller, but it's one of those it's one of those things where the fuck boys talk about it a little bit so i'm sure you you tune in to see what we're talking about a little bit too but um let's Let's go. Let's start with the the Bachelor in Paradise. I, David didn't watch the Golden Bachelor, and Mueller said that he kind of skimmed through it. I kind of skimmed through it too. So let's start with Bachelor in Paradise. Um, David, you want to you want to kind of break down what happened this week? Yeah, let me let me try to remember. It's been I watched it Friday, like during the day, so it's been almost a full week for me now. Um, it starts with Avon getting the date, right? That's that his name? Yeah. 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 Avon, that was so, so obvious. Avon gets the date card. Yeah. Everyone knew it was coming. Um, but then he starts to, you know, just try to figure out who he wants to, to go with. He talks to Kylie for a bit, who she obviously had interest in him. He had interest in her. Um, he also talked with Olivia. Um, just because it almost felt like, in my opinion, that the producers were kind of like, look, 
Kylie and Olivia have beef. So make sure he pulls both of them aside to talk to them. That way it looks like, oh, he's choosing between one of these two. But um, obviously he ends up choosing Kylie because they wanted to be together before like Paradise even started. So just super expected. Um, I guess it goes well for them. So now Will's just like off on his own. You know, no one... No one he's paired up with, and he has a rose this week, so obviously he has to figure that out. But um, it was such an obvious thing. Like, I Kylie was playing Will for sure, and I feel like multiple people on the island had said that they were like, Kylie is just waiting for Avon to get there, but um. Yeah, so they go on a date. Then Hannah Brown comes in. And and who's Hannah Brown for those that don't know? Hannah Brown was on The Bachelor. I don't remember what season. And then she was The Bachelorette. Um, and everyone was like, is she here to like date? And she keeps pulling these guys aside, like asking them questions. And they keep coming back to the group. And they're all like, I think she's here to date. She's not. It was just a, it was a fucking ruse. Um, and then they, they got you. They got they you got good. You. Yeah, those fuckers got me good. Um, but then they have like a campfire chat or whatever she calls it, where she just asks like invasive questions, I guess, to try to stir up tension. Are they were they under contract to answer some of those things? I think because like, had to be because like why like if you're in a relationship, like, what's his name? Uh, Sean, who's with uh, Rachel, right? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, he's not going to, which her reaction was hilarious, like, with Jess. They asked, like, who else did you come here hoping to meet? And he said, well, like, uh, originally it was it was Jess, and her reaction was just, like, grossed out. The camera caught it perfect. It was per- <laughs> perfect comedy. But if you've got it good with Rachel, who's also probably out of his league, but they're, like, up their own ass so i don't know they're good why not just lie and just be like honestly i was pretty open to anyone i was i was thinking about rachel and then it's yeah maybe a little bit of a lie yeah, but you it, save your it, ass it I keeps mean, everything intact like but i don't know maybe yeah. these people just aren't aren't smart well probably it definitely it definitely feels like they were probably directed like told by the producers or something like if you get asked a question about like specifics on the island like you have to say names you can't just like you can't be vague about it or something like that like i know it's a reality show but there's definitely like people behind the scenes who push push narratives because like that's what makes it entertaining but um trying to think there wasn't a ton that came out of that bonfire thing that i can remember except for hat basically said that she would be open to dating other people outside of Brayden um, yeah. the, the island, which it sounds it, like that's what's happening next episode, potentially. Yeah, Kat said that, and then uh, what's what's the other dude that's uh, talking with Jess also said he's like kind of open. Was and that, that Aaron? Aaron S? Uh, for Kat or for... No, for Jess. Uh... No, it's the dude that was on Katie's season and on another one of the 
season that came Blake, yeah, yeah. Blake, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. He he said he, he doesn't have anyone in mind, but he's definitely open, which is arguably shitty like shittier than just right. saying like there's no one like, here right now, but you know, first opportunity. I'm I'm out of there. Yeah. Who did so she's his rose to Blake. Jess. Gave Jess. It oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Which I just um, want to say, I mean, Jess seems like the nicest person in the world, and she's like very attractive. So I don't I don't understand that whole part, but but let I'm you know I I digress. I'm sick of seeing Will on the TV, man. I, oh yeah, with all the Bachelorettes and you know the big, like the Bradens of the world, and they're focusing all their energy on Will. It just it doesn't sit right with me. Lexi told me the first week she was like, "That dude looks like he's from Hotel Transylvania," and I just <laughs> cannot get it out of my head. It's actually kind of fucking savage. He's goofy looking. He's kind of got a a goofy voice, like he's been he's crying on... the whole first two days. We, like we can it talk ended about the episode Will. with him making out with uh, Mercedes, right? Right. So, so that that's what I want to bring up. I want to hear your opinions on this, Brandon, because I was talking to Travis after the episode about this. I feel like Mercedes is a hundred percent just playing the game. Like she knew oh. Will, she knew Will had a rose and she was like, I need a rose if I want to stay on the island. So she was just like, Will's my guy for this week. Oh, for sure. I think she's just there to hang out with her friends. Exactly. Like she's been on when she was on The Bachelor, I think she was aired like twenty words and all she says is vibes and like. She just—I think she has no substance, but she's just waiting for her viral moment. Right. Well, and then it was just so funny, fucking Will sobbing, just like it was always Mercedes. <laughs> it was yeah. her the whole time. It's like, what the hell are you doing, dude? It's—it's it's been like, yeah, like fifteen minutes because they didn't show anything that they that they interacted before that. Right, and she's she was saying I always got my I always had my eye on you, and you know was always interested. All this that, blah blah. That's what made me think like she's just playing the game because we didn't see any interaction between them at all the first episode and a half. And she's like, "Well, I've always been interested in Will, but he was always in a relationship. It's like he wasn't when they first got to the island, right? Like she had time that she could have gone and talked to him. Like she's just trying know. to secure two more weeks of vacation." Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't blame her. More power no, to her. It, it's I don't know if it's shittier that she went after the, like the dude that was being super vulnerable or not, but like the whole thing with with Peter too, where he was just running through like five girls trying to pick the yep. best one and all that. Like it was smart of her to avoid that at least. I felt That's bad true. for like Greer who had put in groundwork for that little relationship or whatever for a couple of days, and then. He sent her home for Olivia, Olivia. I but like I didn't, like, feel, I didn't feel bad for like the other cat and then Brooklyn because they didn't really, it, they just looked like they were lounging for a while. Right. So, and Peter and Olivia are not going to last. Oh I no, absolutely not. I think they think kept them on. Any, for, I don't for think drama. there's any interest, yeah, between either of them for each other. But um, I guess. Next episode, things to look forward to. There's really only one thing. Well, there's a couple things. Cat is definitely going to go on a date with someone other than Brayden. I feel like 
Like, I feel like that was heavily implied, if not shown. And then, um, what's her name is going to have the poop baby. Sam, I think is her name. Sam, yeah. And she's dating, or like, talking to, what's his name? Aaron S. Aaron S. I think it's Aaron S. So, that's something we missed, too. He got into, like, nearly fist fight with Pete because... That's he right. said, if you want someone that's... Pete said to Sam, who... Sam and Aaron S, from the previews for next week, like the next couple of weeks, and like these two episodes, so they've known each other for what, like three days total? Mm-hmm. They're acting like they're married. And Pete also came in, which is a really shitty thing to say. If you're looking for someone who's mature or not immature like that, then you know, go with Pete. And it's like, they're clearly coupled up. Like, let them just run their course, swoop in at a different time. But, yeah. So they they almost got in a fight. That was the other big part. But, yeah. yeah she has her poop baby, they showed, or whatever they call it. They showed the whole, uh, like, him bringing her a bunch of, like, burritos and shit to try to make her shit. <laughs> I don't know. It's gonna be, it's gonna be an, I feel like they're gonna. It's gonna be like a three-minute thing, and they're gonna like way over-celebrate it, and then they're it, gonna move on with the episode. But I don't know if either of you have seen commercials like non in the Bachelor previews, just like a regular commercial on ABC for it. But they're like the commercial just says like and a medical emergency on the island, and doesn't give like any hint as to what it. Is so they like make it seem like way more serious than that because they don't tell you that it's just this lady is extremely constipated. I mean, that's a medical emergency, emergency for some people. Like, do you think it would kill someone that's like 95 years old? Do you think it would kill a golden bachelor? Like, if they didn't poop for nine days, do you think they'll do a golden bachelor in paradise? That's what I asked Story. That was the first thing. See some gills and some bikinis, dude. That's right. Well, I mean, we can transition right now into that, I guess. Yeah, you uh, gotta go ahead. If go you off. if you haven't watched, if you haven't watched, there some of those, some of those grannies are not even low key fine, high key fine. There's like there's one, there's one lady on there that looks like she's like forty years old. It's insane. She's 70 or 65 or something like that. It's just, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. The dude's got a, he's got a good batch and he's, he's getting with some of the older looking ladies. I don't, he's making a mistake. He's only got, you know, 10 to 15 to 20 years left to live. Spend it with someone who's out of your league, man. But, um, Mueller, you want to, you want to talk golden bachelor? You got any, you got any insight through, through two weeks? What do you like? What do you dislike? Well, I was really rooting for uh, Jimmy Kimmel's aunt. I was hoping she'd go the distance there. Um, I think, I think which you're one? right. He's which one that? was she? Jimmy Kimmel's aunt? Which one was she? She was like, I don't know. You guys know my Nana, maybe, but she was like Nana came onto the show, and you basically did not participate in anything, and there was like. A uh, cut scene of her, and she like fell asleep during the rose yeah, ceremony. Okay. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. I I didn't see her entrance, so, but I did see that part. Her falling asleep at the rose ceremony. So it was, yeah, it was mainly a bit, but um, yeah, I think he's there. Are some definitely good-looking women there, and I think if you look at like the slideshow when they introduce him, he has gotten way better looking throughout the years. No homo, and his wife was not attractive whatsoever. So this is just an opportunity of a lifetime for him. Um, I think it's very cheesy. I mean, even cheesier than just the regular bachelor, bachelorette. It's crazy how some of the women that are wise and have years of knowledge are still like so emotional over someone they've met for 48 hours. Um, Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's crazy. Like, and I think it's emotional for some of them. Uh, like you, you obviously get the sob stories about like, oh, my husband died. Like it's understandable, like for them to be emotional over that, for the most part. But no, there's just like there are a couple of them that are like really just catty still. They're just like trying, like oh, so and so stole my outfit, like when they were dressing up to do the the book cover thing. Um. It's like, oh, so-and-so stole my outfit, and I was, like, the perfect hippie in the 70s and all this, and it's just, like, get over it. You're 70 years old. If you're, if you're going to let, you know, that ruin some of your last hours of your life, I mean, you're you're in the wrong headspace. But, yeah, no, it's 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 pretty crazy. They're all, all pretty invested. Um, it's, it's exactly what you think would be. Like, it's almost exactly what you would think would happen with, like, a Golden Bachelor. Like, a, a lot of the shit goes, like, ladies are saying shit that's kind of out of pocket and kind of weird. A lot of them are just, like, way overreacting to little things. Like, he got one of them a, a picture of the two of them, and she, like, started sobbing. Like, kind of something that you'd think your grandma would do. I don't know. Story Story has to, like, had to stop watching because she thought it was too... Like she was crying too much about all the shit. So she's the perfect audience, at least. But. So I have two questions. Are One, are they all widows? Or are some of them just like divorce? I didn't, I didn't see all of week one, but I think there are some divorce in there. I, I think okay. there was a few divorce. Yeah, there was one lady who was like, I've been married four times and now I know what oh, I geez. want. So I don't know that they're all widows. I would I would hope she wasn't a a four time widow. Otherwise he could be in he could be in a little bit of trouble there. Uh, the other question, so I know like in the regular bachelor they'll do like these big like group dates. Is that still happening? Where like they're doing like challenges and stuff? They did one last week and it was like a really cringy photo shoot. Okay. Yeah, it's like a romance novel over she wore the wedding dress and like threw a big fit about it. It's like, oh, I hadn't been this happy since the day I put on my last one. <laughs> I uh... it, it, she said something like, "I haven't worn a wedding dress since since I got married." You know, all those years ago, and it's like, does anyone wear their wedding dress? Like, I I understand it, but at the same time, like, no one no one like regularly puts on their wedding dress, right? Like, it's not. It's not something you just casually wear around. So I, I don't know. Yeah, she, she was pretty, uh, pretty. I don't know. 
excited, upset, I don't know. But what were you saying, David? Oh, I was just going to say, I probably won't watch any episodes of The Golden Bachelor. But if they do have a powder puff football game like they do in the regular bachelor let me know because i will tune in for that i'll I'll let you know about that and i i'm interested in the fantasy suites are they hooking up oh that's true at the end of the season there's only like i think there's only like eight episodes but i'm trying to because again if you're what's his name gary you get you've only got so many like more years in your life you better be you know dipping it in all three like it's (laughs) it's really the only option. And you don't have to tell people. I mean, that's your, your prerogative. Go be a little uh, a, a man-ho. Back oh, in, great. In, in his day, he probably got married at like 18 years old, only has ever been with one woman. So, I mean, <laughs> triple that body count, quadruple that body count number, you know? So. There was a... Or- you at the beginning of the season and it was him being interviewed and he was like well i think fantasy suites at this age are going to look a lot different than what you guys are used to seeing so i think by that he meant he's going to fuck all three of them and not make a big deal out of it like zach did he's just gonna, I, he's gonna I, pop I up viagra so. and get to it. it well i mean those things last right like up to four hours so true he could do all three fantasy suites in one night I mean that's an option. That's an option. I I can't wait for it, man. I hope they show all the gory details. Um anyway, let's let's go let's get into let's get into some football. Let's get into some football. We don't have any other news. Uh the whole Israel uh Palestine deal, you know, that's like uh it's not big news, obviously. We won't get political at least. Um, you you forgot about my my nerd news. Yeah, what's your you what's see, going on? With your... Did you see that this isn't space news? This is anthropology news. Maybe? I guess some hentai news. No, no hentai news. Did you see <laughs> okay. that? Uh, apparently, they've raised the estimate of when humans first came to America to like. 20 something thousand years ago when previously it was like 12,000 years ago. They found some like footprints in New Mexico and did some sort of like scientific dating thing to determine when those footprints were like made. And it was something like 24,000 years ago or something, which was like I'm just going to say it previously. I think humans have been on Earth longer than we've than we've uh, determined already. So, oh, probably, or at least some type some, of some variation, you know, of, yeah. of humanoid. Agree, but that's all I had, though. That's pretty. Like, that's pretty. I cool. wasn't letting you skip cool. it. They, uh, you know, what? If we want to go full nerd news on top of it, I just watched a video, a five-minute-long video about someone trying to prove that Kanye West has been cloned. So. Um, I could like go into that if you like Avril Lavigne. Uh, have, have you guys heard that one? That the yeah, Avril yeah, yeah. Lavigne right now is actually like her best friend or something, and the real yeah. Avril Lavigne is dead. Yeah, I, I have heard that. It's it's pretty similar. I mean, the the thing is, is like Kanye went on like a rant about how like 
you know, if he if he died because people are coming after him and he's going to be cloned and they're going to use a different clone. And then it's like Kanye is now standing well over six feet tall and forever Kanye was five foot eight and all this. So I can I can send you that video. It's uh, it goes pretty in depth, but um, I'm pretty sure the person who who put it out is like a, a pretty well known like schizo. So um, who knows how. <laughs> How reliable how, that is. How reputable they actually are. But um, anyway, let's let's talk football. Let's talk football. Any uh, big injuries? Um, none on your team, right, David? Well, none anymore. Uh, at the time, you know, Justin Jefferson to the IR, James Conner to the IR. Um, who else got injured this week? Like Devon A. Chain. Devon A. Chain to the IR. Anthony Richardson. Uh, Anthony, Anthony Richardson to the IR. Some pretty uh, big Am- fantasy. Amon Ra didn't play this week with an ab injury. Jameer Gibbs didn't play this week with an ab, uh, with a hamstring injury. T. Higgins um, didn't play with a rib injury. Yep. Daniel Jones so, went down. I think he's still questionable, but yeah that that one's not as big of news because he kind of sucks. But yeah. <laughs> Travis Kelsey, I suppose he played through oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he rolled his ankle or, or something like twice. The Swifties and... are up in arms about turf now. Is that right? Is that what's going to change the NFL, make the NFL? Honestly, you know, if there was one group of people that was going to do it, it's probably them. I need you to get off Taylor Swift's stick, David. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying they're a very vocal group of people. Are you a Swifty? Am I a Swifty? No. All right. I, Are you a Swifty? I think you know my position with Taylor <laughs> Swift and her music and her fans. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm not. I'm not a Swifty, and uh, I really wish she wasn't dating Travis Kelsey. So, uh, any anyone else get hurt? A couple concussions. Tank Dell. Uh, yeah. Couple Patriots wide receivers, not that that matters. They're irrelevant. Aaron Jones didn't play last week, right? No, he did not. He was Javante pretty upset about it. Javante did not play. Um, yeah, I don't know. Quite a few. I'm sure we'll we'll get the rest. Uh, uh, Khalil Herbert got hurt. Oh, that's right. And and Roshan Johnson both. Yeah, so, he got a concussion. Yep, and he's still in concussion protocol right now. So, and uh, Travis went three for three in the Bears' backfield. Oh, Travis Homer. Yeah. Uh, what what did he do? I don't remember. I just remember I don't know who they put in for him, but that big dude who looked like an unathletic Jerome Bettis came in. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's like Blaze Blazing Gay. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I don't know. I, I don't know everybody on the Bears team. It's it's pretty deep at running back. They've got guys on guys, but yeah, no, that's they had the good part about that is they played Thursday at least, so got some time to heal up. But uh, other things that happened, other news. David and I made a trade. He gave away Justin Jefferson and James Conner. I gave away Calvin Ridley and. Uh, Javante Williams, big one. Um, 
I made a trade with Max as well. Got George Pickens, gave away Jaleel McLaughlin, which I need to change my name now. And uh, Jalen Warren. Did any other trades happen? Oh, Mueller, you made a trade. Yeah, you were Adam. Wait, you and who? Did you say Adam? Right. I yeah, traded with that. I Andy made, Andy made a trade with Gibbs for Andy Gus Edwards. Yep, and you made a, a trade with Connor as well, which ended up being maybe the fleecing of a lifetime. <laughs> uh, Anthony Richardson and Romeo Dubs for Kyle Pitts Rashad and White. Rashad White. So, Romeo Dobbs had one catch for four yards, and Anthony Richardson got hurt in, like, the first half. So, ended up just being... Game of his life. Big brain moves by Mueller there. So, um, yeah, no, lots of shit happening right now. I like it. We're staying involved, man. Like, that, that people are staying involved. But I don't know if this was discussed on last week's podcast, but Kenneth Walker for Damian Pierce... Yeah, I don't think we did talk about it. I I don't have yet. I don't know if it did or not. Um, I don't necessarily have a a ton to say about it. I guess it's. I I just want to start out by saying, whenever you go same position for same position, one for one trade, that means no matter where you're at, that means the guy that you're trading to has to like your guy more than you like your guy. And you have to like their guy more than they like their guy. So it's just like technically two losers and two winners. Like, I don't know. Yeah, at the end of the it, day, it there's gonna really... be a clear loser of that trade, right? Like either which Damian is... Pierce is gonna do better or Kenneth Walker's gonna do better. Yeah, which is not really how you should try to trade. You should try to make both teams better if possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that's not everyone's philosophy, but it's really you. Sh- you should be trained to, yeah. Try to help it for Jack. Weirdly enough, really. I mean, Kenneth Walker has a tough schedule. Down, he's down he's, the road. But, running back, they're just they're always hurt. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I mean, he's got Zach Charbonnet to to back him up, but it's uh he gets so much red zone usage, and it's honestly been pretty good. It's it's tough. It's tough, man. I I think everyone's got an opinion on it, but ultimately, if they're both happy about it, it doesn't really matter. So, um, yeah. Connor making moves doesn't affect anything. No. Connor, Connor's been making negative moves so far, which is crazy because his team is already down pretty fucking bad. He... <laughs> did he... He did lower his season average of 83 points. Yeah, he's um, at 82.47 now. Yeah. Scored less than 60 points this week. But he already took his shot, so don't be looking out for that. But um you want to talk, you want to talk some uh, matchups? Let's talk yeah, some let's matchups. Do it. Uh myself first Tossin, I beat Tossin 127.95 to Tossin's 100.1. Honestly, just a solid week all the way around for most of my team. Um, highest score was two at 20 points even. And then only people with less than eight points were my defense and my kicker. So 
Yeah, pretty good week. One twenty-seven will uh, or one twenty-eight, I guess, will win you most most weeks. Uh, for Tostin, Josh Allen did well, thirty-one points in that um, Sunday morning game. Puka looked good still, even with Cooper Cup back, which is good for uh, Tostin. And then Mostert got a touchdown, which helped. But besides that, and I guess Pacheco did all right. Besides that, not a whole lot from his team. Yeah, pretty pretty tough for Tossin there. Um, you got any any comments on it, Mueller? Any comments on the matchup? No. Um, I think Tossin's team's actually been better than what I expected after draft night. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not like he left any points on the bench. Just an overall bad performance. I mean, he gets a boost in Raheem Mostert with a chain going out, and I mean Zach Moss isn't going to have control of that backfield for the whole season. So I think he looks better going forward, but yeah, just an overall good performance from your team. Yeah, no, that's a good Pretty point. With Toss. Thomas, that's. Hey man, he's like a top five tight end right now. He's, okay, he's looking good. You've been high on Logan Thomas for. Yeah. For a minute. Hey man, I've got John U. Smith on the bench too. And he's, he's like top 10. So I got people are trying to make trades for tight ends. I got tight ends, man. But I uh, know good call out with Tossin. You think about like if he didn't trade Cooper Cup, his team would still look good. I mean, Raheem Mostert's obviously, like you said, going to get a boost with a chain out. But I mean, I think coming out of draft night, everyone thought Tossin was like dead in the water, absolutely going to be last place. And honestly, he, I mean, I think Zay Jones got hurt again uh, in that game. But if he gets Zay Jones healthy and honestly even just Deontay Johnson healthy, he's going to have a pretty solid team. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty decent from Tossin. Um, let's go to Drew and Jaden. Drew beat Jaden 114.25 to Jaden's 103.05. Uh, despite some like some of the worst quarterback play I've seen, Jordan Love and Dak, the, the combination of of those two quarterbacks that Drew could have played was rough. Um, still ended up coming out on top. David Montgomery looks legit, man, and Tyreek Hill might be the the number one fantasy player this year. So, uh, Drew's Drew set up pretty well. Set up pretty well. So. Yeah, Drew's got a good team going for him. Um, Jaden with two two zeros. I didn't watch the Giants game, but did Gary Brightwell get hurt before he could make a play? Or I don't know what the the thought there. Yeah, was I I think him. I think Jaden's just just dumb. <laughs> um, then Calvin. Austin. Calvin Austin as well. Austin got a zero. Yeah, I mean, both dart throws, I think, is what it was more than anything. Um, Calvin Austin had been having targets at least, but uh, yeah, Steelers just... That game against the Ravens is, was ugly. It's always going to be ugly probably against the Ravens, so mm-hmm. um, it's nothing there. Nothing. Top of the division. Steelers are? 
think they're first in the AFC North right now. It's uh, I don't know, it's a good thing, I guess. That North is supposed to be tough, but Cleveland's kind of looked like shit. If they don't get Deshaun Watson back, they're going to be in trouble. And then Cincy's looked like shit. So Steelers have looked the least shitty, I guess. I don't know. I don't know, man. Would disagree with that, but I'll take the three and two. That's Tomlin will get us to nine and eight, and we'll lose wild card weekend. Has he had it's, it's under tradition, man. He yeah. hasn't. Hasn't. Freaks alive. Let's go to Mueller versus uh, Adam. Mueller won one twelve point five to Adam seventy point two. Uh. Not Lamar's best day. Honestly, this is all all Jamar Chase and Dallas Goddard. Those guys played out of their mind. Jamar had one of the best days in recent memory. Um, 15 catches for 192 and 3. Had he had 8 more yards, he would have been at that 47 mark, or right around that 47 mark that uh, we'll be talking about here soon with one of Jack's guys, DJ Moore. Yeah, yeah, pretty good game from uh, Jamar Chase, I guess. <laughs> and uh, for Adam, you know, pretty rough all around. Only getting 10 points from your quarterback. Um, only two other players over 10 points with Cooper Cup coming back and then Darren Waller. And it doesn't look like he had a six-point touchdown from anyone this week. That's always rough. Yeah. Mueller, you want to you want to brag a little bit? Well, I want to brag a little bit, but I also want to put it out there. I had Dallas Goddard first touchdown score. I had twenty bucks on it, paid out four eighty. Had Jamar Chase first time touchdown score, paid out on that, and then for the night games, I had twenty on George Kittle. So I had myself a Sunday. Um. As far as the matchup goes, yeah, going into it, I thought I was dead in the water. I had Washington, who I thought was a great start against Chicago, who scored me negative points. Um, And even up until the 3 o'clock games, I mean, I was just looking horrible. Thank God for Jamar Chase. Thankful I didn't trade him away for uh, Calvin Ridley. Outside of that, yeah, on Adam's side, just not much production. I mean, it was good for him to get Cooper Cup back, but... Eagle Lamb's been a disappointment this season. Uh, I also made another 20 bucks off Connor because I bet him on Saturday that Josh Dobbs wouldn't score over 20 fantasy points. And he ended up with 10.4. So um, happy to get the win. Uh, mistake on my part for leaving Zach Moss on my bench. Yeah, that's another, another 32 points on the bench. But, I mean, how would you know that he was going to go one sixty five and two and then thirty receiving yards as well. Like that's his biggest game of the season with James or uh Jonathan Taylor coming back. Well, and and against the Titans who and against are the Titans. a really good run defense. That's their first game lighting up over like sixty seven yards rushing by a single player in like two years. And it was hundred and sixty five and two. Yeah. So that's that's insane. Uh congrats on your on one of your bets, man, that's solid. Ben was Ben was kind of like live texting me 
at the time he's like Mueller's just going nuts right now like on bets so I was like oh that's good you know happy for him he lost one to me this morning you know but then uh you know Jamar Chase kind of sad I didn't get him before that squeaky wheel game I knew I knew he's gonna go big I didn't know he's gonna go that big I thought he's gonna go like 115 and two maybe but um yeah man I'll, I'll I'm gonna try to get him later in the season still we'll see but all right let's go to Ben versus Stan and James Ben was the high scorer this week by 0.1 points I didn't realize it was that close 170.1 to 106.65. Ben had big games from just about everyone. Uh, Goff with 30. D-Hop has his first good game. He had 140 receiving yards. A.J. Brown, 127 receiving yards. ETN popped off uh, in London. Kittle had three touchdowns. So just a good game all the way around for Ben. Um, And not even that that better performance from Santa James, but it was their maybe the worst of the year at 106.65. Yeah, um, you know, Ben the first couple of weeks was complaining about not getting any six point touchdowns on his team. Um and you know he can't really complain about it anymore. If I'm counting this right, he had eight in this week alone. So um you're gonna win quite a few games when you do that uh and like you said stan james not a bad week for them like 106 is like it's pretty middle of the road but just don't stand a chance when the person you're playing against puts up 170 yeah dominant performance by ben i mean i've been trying to buy deandre hopkins off him he finally had his big game I also had clowned Ben on draft night for taking Travis Etienne first round. I just I thought that was going to be more of a split backfield this year with Tank Bigsby. Um, shout out George Kittle again for winning me some more money. But Stan and James side. I mean, Devontae Smith is just not really someone I want on my team just because of his outputs. I mean, he's great when he's targeted, but when you have A.J. Brown on the sideline throwing fits, Every other week, I mean, you can kind of just predict when these games are coming. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. The splits between when A.J. Brown freaked out like that, uh, it's it's been crazy. Devontae Smith was averaging like 14 points a game, and now it's like under five points a game, I think. Like, it's it's very clear that they're, they're wanting to use A.J. Brown and not piss him off, so... Um, that's crazy. I, I don't. Maybe he'll bounce back. I don't know. Um, but right now, it seems like the big games are kind of bouncing around there. So we'll see if if Goddard or Smith or Brown are going to have big games week to week, and then smaller games. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's going to be tough, man. Going to be tough to predict. I didn't realize CMC only had. I mean, not only for. RB1, you know, some of us will take that, but 12.8 compared to his almost 22-point projection, that's kind of a disappointment. 
Yeah, easily his worst game. First game under 20 points this season. Yeah, I think game script for sure is what happened there. Um, they just absolutely killed the Cowboys. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, may, maybe he's washed. Maybe he's washed. I think maybe I'll maybe I'll I'll try to buy low. I was gonna say I'll, I'll trade for him. I'll take him off Stan's hands. So I know he really doesn't want to hold him. Yeah, I mean you've had good history with CMC, so yeah, he'd probably go right to IR. I, both both of us have. I think I got three games with him the year that I got him. Um, Dan and James with Roshan Johnson on their bench, though. I mean, if he can clear concussion protocol going forward, I mean, he could have a good four-week stretch there. He's, he's a good man. Coming out of that backfield. Yeah, they're set up pretty well. And at three and two. Yeah, and Quentin nice. Johnson, he might have a... They talk a lot about their rookies coming off their bye week. They just start popping off. And, I mean, he's got... He's been a good opportunity zone. I mean, he could really go off second half of the season if he can just catch the ball. Yeah, I I mean, Mike will be now. Yeah, I know. Stan and James definitely have one of, if not the highest ceiling out of out of everyone with Hurts and McCaffrey and then a lot of guys that could pop off for 20 or 30 points and no one's really that surprised. So, um, scary team. There will be better days. Not sure if there will be much worse days. So, uh Speaking of worst days, we got David. The worst of days. Versus Jack. Almost lost by 100 points. 75.8 to 170. Um, CJ Stroud, kind of a down day, I guess. Not not that bad of a day. Atlanta's kind of legit. They They control the clock really well, and their defense is really underrated. And then... Jacoby Myers played well, but outside of that, uh, everyone else kind of sucked. Yeah, I mean, Justin Jefferson injured, didn't finish the game. James Conner injured, didn't finish the game. Um, Everyone else just bad. Uh, I do think it's kind of funny. I, I lost on Thursday. I didn't know that I'd lost on Thursday, but Jack played Sam Howell and DJ Moore who got him 76.3 points on Thursday night, and I only put up 75.8. So he would have got you by a half a point. Everyone else would have beat me by half a point, which is great. Great for me. I love it. Yeah. Uh, 230, uh, three receiving touchdowns on eight catches for DJ Moore for 47 points. Jamar didn't even have the biggest day at, with 15, 192, and three, which is crazy. I don't have many comments here. Just a unfortunate week for David. I guess on the bright side, you get T. Higgins back next week, maybe. Hopefully. Uh, Najee Harris, I think, probably belongs on waivers at this point. Um, Obi Myers, I actually I hit a first time touchdown on him too. I was on fires. That was Monday, I suppose. So, but he's looked great this year. Jack's mm-hmm. team, I mean, he's just got a ton of depth overall. Um, he had sent me DJ Moore and Tyler Lockett for Jameer Gibbs, and I wish I would have hit except on that one. But yeah, just a dominant performance by Jack this week. 
Yeah, all those all those trades we wish we would have accepted. I he's tried to trade me DJ Moore probably I don't know, six times. But um let's go to Max versus Jesse. Max gives Jesse his first loss, one forty five point three to one oh six point one five. Um Justin Fields starting to pick it up, man, thirty five point eight points. Stephon Diggs looking legit. George Pickens good and Alvin Kamara uh not necessarily a surprise, but it kind of back into that like RB one zone in his first two weeks. So looking like a good late pickup there uh, by Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we talked about this before. Um, I don't know if it was last week or two weeks ago, but Max really was just needing like Fields to start playing like he was last year and to get Kamara back, and he was going to be fine. Um, two and three right now because he had a slow start, but I think he's got got a really good team there. And uh, for Jesse, yeah, rough showing from Daniel Jones, Tony Pollard, and Derrick Henry, um, all getting you less than ten, and then Khalil Herbert getting hurt. Again, though, you know, one hundred six point one five points, not the worst, right? Showing in the world. You got you got it, anything on this one, Mueller? Um, I haven't checked the updated like points for this season, but just looking at Jesse's team, he's first place in our league still, or no? I think he is. He is, yes. Yeah, yeah. That, that's got to be the most overrated first place team. I mean, he is not much to be positive so, about with that roster. So he's he's fifth fifth to last in points for. Drew is. Third to last in points four, and they're one two. Right, right. now, I have four and one. I mean, I don't. If he played Connor next week, I haven't looked at matchups, but man, that Tony Pollard, I guess, is the highlight there. But on Max's side, yeah, he he had a good week. He's got a lot of upside on his team. I'll be curious to see what happens with Camaro once. Jamal Williams is back. I mean, rookie Kendra Miller looked pretty good this week, too. Um, Chuba Hubbard, it's looking like it's going to be his backfield. I think Miles Sanders was a did-not-practice today. He's got some guys on his bench that have some upside as well. So, yeah, good week by him. Yeah, much needed. He's got two wins in a row, I believe. Um, Let's go to the last matchup. Nick versus Connor. Nick won one thirty six point six. Connor's fifty nine point eight. David, I'm I'm pretty sure. I don't know if I cut it in. If it's you, I'm not gonna cut it in. But you or Ben, someone said that Connor's gonna lose by hundred this week. You're pretty close. That whoever was it was. Ben. ben wanted to say that, and it wasn't just this week. He wants it to be known whenever Connor loses by one hundred that he called it. Okay. Okay. I think you have a cut to make a Ben predicting that Justin Jefferson was going to get hurt. I don't know that that was Kirk Cousins doing, but Ben did project. He did say that. There's also that. Yep. Talked about the hospital balls. And if we want to, if we want to go on Ben making, you know, predictions that are kind of shitty and over the top, he also said that he was hoping that Devon A. Chamberlain was going to be out this week uh, with some poopy pants, but instead he just like tore his meniscus and might be out for the season. So. I think we need to talk more about Ben being the real villain. Um, I don't know if it's an intentional villain thing, but 
Uh, he spoke some things into existence for sure this week. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a powerful tool if he wants to use that. So when I was giving my recaps, it was kind of in my head just here a couple minutes ago, like, wow, I'm being too nice to these guys. You know, this kind of usually a shit talking fest. But then I was like, I just followed up Ben and I think he probably did enough for two weeks. So <laughs> yeah, I, think I the mean, the whole league appreciates, appreciates, appreciates you not uh, manifesting more, more bad vibes, more, more injuries and bad vibes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, feel th- Feel free to uh, throw them out if you you have them. I guess if you're thinking them, it's all the same, right? I, I suppose so. Maybe we'll wait till we get till matchups. Ben's all match right. next week. Damn. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, anyway, this this matchup. Uh, Adam Thielen's looking kind of legit. Devonte Chain was a legit high end RB one before he got injured. We'll see if he stays. You know gets back to healthy um but the new orleans defense did well i think connor's had a, a touchdown scored against him by a defense every single week this year so uh i know he would want me to throw that in and he'd like me to throw in that he's the highest points against um he's most points have been scored against him uh some guys win weeks scoring 59.8 points so Yeah, I mean, he he can talk about how he's the highest points against all he wants, but if you're not putting up, he has he scored over a hundred at all this year? He's only averaging eighty two points a week, so I doubt it. But if you're not putting yourself in a position to win, I don't really care how many points have been scored against you. I I want to say he's gone over a hundred one time, and it was it was just crawled over a hundred. I could I could go check. Let's see. I was gonna say I'm looking right now. Mueller, you got anything to to talk about with this matchup? Um. Well, first, I don't know who in their right mind would roster Romeo Dobbs and Anthony Richardson. Just just a huge mistake <laughs> there. Um. I don't know. I would love to trade rape Connor again, but looking at his roster, there's just. I mean, the only one worth really anything would be Sam Laporta and Kenneth Walker, and I don't think. Those two guys are going to get him wins. Um, he's got he's got Eckler as well in his IR right now. He should be oh, back, yeah. I think. But but we'll I mean we'll see. He might hold in too. So yeah. So um, uh, quick update on that. He has not scored over a hundred. He hit ninety nine week one, and that was it. Okay. Okay. Anyway, all you Mueller, what what else? You got anything else to say about Connor's team? I mean, you don't want Chase Claypool. <laughs> uh, no, I speak Claypool. I mean, what a fleece by the Steelers getting, uh, I guess it was a second round picks. There's only 31 drafts that year or 31 picks that year, but um, Mike Tomlin will get rid of a locker room cancer when he sees one. But no, no upside here for Connor's team. I mean, I think we should just end the season now and have Connor go to the tailgate or maybe consider kicking him out of the league. I don't know. Fuck Connor. Um, <laughs> On Nick's side, I mean, draft night, I was kind of questionable about his uh, Travis Kelsey, TJ Hawkinson stack, but that's actually looking like it's playing out very well, especially with Justin Jefferson going down. I mean, Hawkinson will probably average 10 targets a game. So, um, 
I don't know if I were Nick, I'd maybe move one of them and look for some more depth here, but pretty good week by Nick. Yeah. The big thing with Nick is he has, he has Aaron Jones at running back, but like that's his only playable running back really, in my opinion, especially with a chain out now. It's like Zeke isn't doing enough to really feel confident playing him each week. And, Dalvin Cook honestly looks kind of washed. Yeah, he is. He is pretty washed. I mean, when you've got Brees Hall looking like he does right now, uh, I think you just play Brees Hall. But, um, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the last of last week's. Let's go on to this week's matchups. Uh, we'll start with myself or Stan and James. I'm going to go with myself. Uh, I'll fill in the rest of my lineup. You know, Somewhere, somehow, I uh, might, might try to make a couple more trades before the, the week starts. But um, I got this. I, I'm going to win this week. All right. Uh, I'll go you as well. I think I think you made some good trades, um, especially because one of them benefited me for the next four weeks. So uh, I'm going to go you. I think the, the vibes are good with your team. Um, for Stan and James... Uh, I mean, I don't really dislike anything about their team, but they're just, they're going to lose. I don't know. Simple as that. Is there a code on this podcast? I can't remember. I'm, not for you. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm going I'm to pick against you this week anyway, but you can, so you can pick against me. You're, you're, feel free. Who's my fuckboy virginity? So I'm going to, I'm going to shoot to just have a better record than you guys this week and picking. Uh, I'm going to go Stan and James. Um, if you fill out your roster, maybe my decision will change throughout the week, but I'm going to lock this one in. I just I think they have too much firepower. They won last week, right? They lost last week. They lost. Oh, they lost. They okay. lost. Ben, ben scored 170. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, Stan is 0-1 as a married man, so maybe that gives you some good vibes, but I'm still I'm going to go with Stan and James. It's fair. All right. All right. Yeah, no. I mean, we won't invite you back, but it's cool. Uh, let's go <laughs> on to Drew and Mueller. Uh, I, I almost always pick Drew to win. It's, it's within 0.6 points on projection. Uh, I got to go. I got to go with uh, Drew here. Fair. Yeah, super, super close matchup. Uh, I'll, I'll go Brandon. I'll, I'll give him the, uh, the fuckboy bump. Um, for this week, you're gonna and give him a little bump, huh? <laughs> I was also gonna say it's a little early, but I feel like right now this is kind of the the name matchup of the week. Big fan. We'll, we'll big get fan there. We'll get there. We'll get. I there. won't talk about All them right. yet. Yeah. All right. Um, I think Drew just overall has a really good roster. I'm gonna go myself though. I think this is gonna be uh, CD Lambs. Uh, just bounce back week. I think he's been bitching a little bit. Kind of, you see those wide receivers, they start crying. Um, I mean, I know Jerry Jones just came out and he, somebody asked him if they should get CD Lamb the ball more. And he was like, no, we want to spread it out, which is concerning. But um, I think CD Lamb pops off and earns me a win this week. All right. Let's go to Ben versus Nick. Little brother matchup. Uh, 
I think Ben's going to win this one. Nick's got Zeke and Dalvin Cook currently starting. Um, five years ago, this would have been sick, but it's just not going to not going to happen. I don't think. I, I I don't think those guys score ten points combined. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Ben as well. He's just got the better team. Um, Nick has. I think by far the least amount of points scored against him this year. So he's uh he's had quite a bit of luck uh to start the season to get that three and two record. I think his team is worse than what that record shows though. I'm gonna eat my words here. I gotta go Ben. His his four receivers there, I mean that's they get a lot of volume and not a lot of upside on Nick's side. I mean, Travis Kelsey's a stud there, and I'm sure he'll play, but questionable into the week after that injury. And just, yeah, I got to go, Ben. All right. All right. I will say, uh, not not taking shots at anyone, just to fact check David, you are right. He does. Nick does have the least amount of points scored against, but I don't know if I'd call it by far – Mueller's only got eight more points scored against him so far. That's fair. Okay. It's also three and two. Um, I think you deserve that three and two, though, Mueller. You put put together a good team. Reigning champ. So uh, let's go to David versus Jaden. Uh, I got to go David. I got to go David. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Saquon's going to – I don't know if he's going to get fully healthy, man. Um, I also am not not sold on Arizona's backfield. There's a lot of, I think there are a lot of mouths to feed now that that James Conner's not there. So, yeah, I'm going me as well. I I don't think it's going to be particularly close. You know, at the start of the week, people were probably like, "David's dead in the water. His season's over. Give him the body paint right now." But my team knows how to persevere. I'm seeing big games from Nico Collins, T. Higgins, Kobe Myers, Evan Ingram, uh, not Joe Burrow. I think he's probably going to be pretty normal. But then on Jaden's side, Devontae Adams is going to bust. Brees Hall, probably like two points against that Philly defense. D. Mercado isn't even going to play. I think he's getting zero carries this week. And... uh Saquon's gonna just decide he doesn't want to play football anymore and retire. So I think I win this one pretty easily. All right. Um, I'm gonna go David as well after uh the trades he just pulled. Um Nico, I saw a stat today that on it was even numbered weeks. I think he's averaging like 25 points this season. So just expecting a big blow up game from Nico, especially with Tank Dell out. Um, T. Higgins, I think he, him and Burrow get back on track. Burrow looked great last week. So I think they're going to keep the dice rolling there. Um, Jaden's side, yeah, just a lot of tough matchups. I mean, he's got Amari Cooper, San Francisco, Brees Hall versus Philly. Uh, Di Mercado, I saw today, and it could be a trap, but they listed Keontae Ingram as the running back one there. So I don't remember what the number was, but I believe Jaden spent upwards of a hundred dollars on him. It was one fifty, one fifty on him. Um, seventy-five percent. So I also think that they are going to run the ball with Rondell Moore more than we think. So I just, 
I rostered Keontae Ingram because maybe there's a clear cut out of that backfield, but I just don't think there will be. Yeah, what'd, you, what'd, you, what'd you get him for? Keontae? Yeah. Free at four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, you did, and and what was the bid? There was no bid on him, right? Like you just got him off the waivers. I yeah. that it blows my mind. I I didn't put a bid on him because I'm like I'm not gonna. I don't have enough. I'm not gonna put enough toward him. I do think like I think Keontae Ingram's gonna be the guy that takes over that backfield. I I for like the four weeks or whatever it is. But yeah, that I that was, was insane to me. One fifty on the podcast this morning, and uh, they said who it's Jonathan Gannon there, right? He's the head coach. Yep. Yep. Kind of like the situation to begin the year where they had, who was it? Someone listed as a starter and then they traded everybody off for uh, Dobbs at the beginning of the year. Like he just, for whatever reason, thinks the Arizona Cardinals need a competitive advantage when they're clearly tanking. So we'll see how that shakes out. It should be interesting though. I guess for your sake, hopefully they all just shit the bed for four weeks and clear the way for Connor to come back. But yeah. David with the dub this week. Right. Fuck you, Jaden. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk. We'll talk about Jaden's name uh, as well. But, <laughs> but I've got some. I've got some thoughts on that as well. Um, let's go on to Adam versus Tossin. A, another game that's within projected within half a point, or just over half a point. Uh. I think I think I got to go Adam this week, and it's I don't think Jonathan Taylor is going to be quite ramped all the way up yet. Uh, but he gets Kirk Cousins, who Nick dropped against Chicago. Um, Cooper Cup's back at nearly full strength, and I think Amon Ra, if he plays, is going to pop yeah. off as well. So, yeah, I'm going to go Adam as well. I feel like Kyron <laughs> is going to get a ton of volume this week. I feel like. The Rams are just going to get out to a big lead um, and really just lean on him. And then, you know, I think Mike Evans could have a pretty big game against Detroit. I'm going to go talk. Um, I think Tossin's team is just starting to be on the up, I guess. I don't know. Looking at Adam's side, he's got four guys that are questionable. It's not looking like Jameer Gibbs is going to play. And if he does, who knows what that workload is going to look like. I don't know if you guys saw that Dan Campbell interview today. He basically was like called Jameer Gibbs the other guy, I believe. Jeez. Yeah, um, he he said that uh, every team needs a guy that can carry the ball 20 to 25 times and then... Uh, they need another guy that can kind of spell and do other things. So yeah, he's he's the other guy. Kind of crazy. Uh, Tossin, if you're listening, I'm still trying to take Mark Andrews off your hands. Um, so, but yeah, I don't know. I think Tossin has a good week. Josh Allen. I think Raheem Mostert has another big week, and I I think things will swing back to Jonathan Taylor's way this week. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be all the way, but they they're gonna try to work him back in, kind of, you know, easily. They did pay him a bunch of money, so uh, they'll probably be a little conservative with him, I think. So uh, let's go to Max versus Connor. I'm not even gonna look at this. Uh, I got Max 
Yeah, uh, we can make this quick. I'll go Max as well. The um, projections are surprising. It looks like Max is only projected to win by five points, but yeah, Max undoubtedly. I just want to say Connor's hit the 97.5 point projection one time this year. So uh, if Max hits that 100 point mark, that that might be enough. I think he does. So um, let's go to the last one, Jack versus Jesse. Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Jack this week. Jack's been pretty dominant, honestly. Uh, even though he's got two losses, um, Jesse's got a couple guys out. See what Deontay Foreman does, but uh, yeah, I think Jack's just deeper. So. Yeah, I'm probably going to go Jack as well. I was trying to figure out why Jesse's projected so low because, I mean, I know Herbert's out and Watson's on by, but those are the only two that would make a huge difference to the points total. Yeah, so he's got he's got a wide receiver, two wide receivers that are projected under uh, 7.5. Another yeah. like running back that's projected another five, and then his defense is projected six point one eight. So like it's little numbers, but they kind of they kind of add, add up. Yeah, I'm still gonna go Jack, but I will say Curtis Samuel. I feel like could be a sneaky play. I think he's kind of underrated. He's had uh fourteen two weeks ago, and then fifteen and a half last week. So he's he's had some good weeks uh, the past couple weeks. Um, I'll go Jack here, just based on volume. I don't think DJ Moore has is. I don't know. I think DJ Moore is going to come back down to earth, which is easy to say when he had forty-seven fantasy points. But um, between Josh Jacobs and Damian Pierce and even Jerome Ford, I mean, he's just looking at a ton of touches there. I don't see a ton of upside on Jesse's side of things. I do think Jackson Smith Jigba has a better second. Half of the year, I think he'll get going a little bit, but I, yeah, I, I think Jack wins this one easy. All right, that was the last matchup. Um, let's talk team names. Uh, give me your least favorite team name to start. Um, least favorite to start. Uh, I mean. I feel like it's got to go to Connor. He didn't even change it. And like like we said last week, I didn't even understand what was going on there last week. So uh, Yeah, and he said he was going to change it right before this too and he didn't end up doing it. But yeah. Mueller, you got you got one? Um, yeah, Connor. I mean, that's I there, There's nothing clever about that. I also want to call out Jesse now that he lost. Uh, should be changing from Pollard yeah. Greens. Um, and then Jax is pretty in your face, man. It's pretty pretty savage. It is, but, you know, I <laughs> my team did not play well enough for me to <laughs> really say anything about it. You can't it. say anything back. You can't say anything back. Uh, give, me your, give me your favorites this week. All right. Well, like I kind of alluded to, big fan of Brandon's with the pit stop <laughs> To Brown Town, and then Drew's. I think Drew is he could not change it for the rest of the year, and you know, I would be fine with it. Backdoor Lutz nine, it's just great, great name, great name, great name. No M- notes, Mueller. 
Um, we're, so the point of it is we're supposed to ch- like uh, pick new names, right? Because I don't. I've been slacking this year. I'll admit. Um, I think Drews is good for sure. I don't get the. Do you guys have Heinz? What's up with that? What All am right, I? We can talk about that. It's. I was. It, I was going to talk about. It. I was going to talk about it. You. You. You go for it. Yeah. You got it. So, basically, Jaden's just been changing his name to try to shit talk the the people that he's playing against. Um. So his picture is a picture of my dad, and it's. Do you guys have Heinz? Because when my dad goes to a Mexican restaurant, he asks for ketchup to put on his tacos, which, I agree is just insane but you know it's not a great team name i i don't i don't know my issue with it is that jane's gone after the individual all the time but he went after jim this time um but i want to say i want to say i think this might be the the best individual week of name changes that we've had um I don't have uh, McLaughlin anymore, but I, I got to give a little love to I McLaughlin. It was good, uh, yeah. Backdoor Lutz 9. Yeah. Pissed, pissed off to Brown Town. It's great. Uh, the Yeah, That'll Coo It, you know, mm-hmm. I think think you should leave reference. Um, I think we talked about Stan and James with you. think this is slicked back. But uh, I I also like Biggie Large, Whoa, Whoa. I, I say that. Either you probably don't know the story of this, but um, Jaden calls himself Biggie Large all the time, and then there's a video on it was previously on Tosh Point oh, but it's about you know, these people that would put whistles on their mufflers, and they would say we'd make the car go woo woo, and so Jaden tried to spell woo woo, W O W O, so we always say Biggie Large woo woo to him. So good little deep cut reference there from David. Um, my favorite, I gotta agree. Uh, backdoor Lutz or pit stop to Browntown. I will say, Mueller, that one actually. That out of all of them, pit stop to Browntown probably maybe left the hardest. So, uh, I'll give you the the shout out this week. Is the uh, the profile pick on it? Is it you see Kyle? I see it's not enlarged, but the sign in the back says Brown. But I tried changing that today, and I refreshed like twenty times, and it would not. I can yeah. I can see it as it yeah, okay. yeah. It's uh it's solid solid man. Um, I think changes team name. I mean, I know Ben spends good time doing his research, and Ben's a clever guy. So I'd like yeah. to see him there. Yep. I'm not. I need to get better about it, but Ben Ben will get one. Ben will get one in. He'll change his, I'm sure, in the next week or so. He he's typically pretty good about it. I don't expect much from Nick, uh, or Jesse most of the time. But so Jesse will probably change it now that he's lost, right? But then he won't change it again until he loses. Well, I'm guessing he won't change it every time he loses. But he, he will. He, he said he's not changing it until he loses. So we'll see. We'll see. Um. Okay. You have one side note. I got a notification today from Yahoo saying that my uh, team has been upgraded to level platinum. Not sure exactly what that means, but I that did makes- just pull up Connor's team, which made me think about it. And Connor is bronze with a rating of 557, and I'm at 800. So, <laughs> yeah, it means you're winning, I, uh, man. I'm also bronze at 557. So, <laughs> it's I've tough. got a. Comp- 
I've got a combined record in my Yahoo leagues of three and eight right now. So I dropped below eight hundred. So I'm just I'm just gold right now. But yeah, platinum's sick, man. There probably are two people platinum right now. I'm going no. through the list. I don't see anyone else yet. I haven't made it very far. Matt, Max, Max is not. Be. He's not Matt, anymore. Nope. I feel like he Max, used to be. Max was for a while. So he, he might be the only platinum right now, man. Might be the only platinum. Jaden's got uh, a platinum. Jaden's got platinum. Rating's higher than mine. Wow. We've got beef. <laughs> wow, dude. That's actually it's actually kind of surprising. Um must be he must be uh boosting with other leagues. Just playing in other leagues to get that rating up, but um you got you guys got anything that you want to talk about or plug to end it? Mueller, who's your who's your NBA champion this year? Oh man, I don't. When I get that question, I don't want to pick the obvious because I mean the Bucks really leveled up. I'm gonna go, and I hate doing this, but I think the Celtics. I think they've been on the cusp of it. Oh, I think they break through. Oh my god, dude! (laughs) You could have picked. You could have. You could have picked picked literally anyone, and I would have been okay with it. But the Celtics, man, fuck the Celtics. Mostly because of Connor, partially because of Tostin. Uh but fuck him. It's a bad pick. It's a bad pick. It's I don't know, man. Drew Holiday is an underrated pickup. I think he's oh, a Drew guy. Holiday is the man. It was the one spot he couldn't have gone to that I would have been like, all right, I'm gonna root for for Drew Holiday, but now I can't I, even root for him. So I want to put it out there. I'm not rooting for the Celtics. If I'm betting at all the same odds, I'm taking the Celtics. You want to go That's Celtics fair. versus the field with me? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm over one this year. We can talk on the side. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we'll make it or not, Connor. How about I get an Eastern Conference and a Western Conference team, and you get an Eastern Conference and a Western Conference team? All right, all right. I'll I'll take the. You're taking the Celtics. I took the Bucks. Who do you want from the West? Oh man, give me the. Give me the Nuggets. I'll go back to back. Oh, let's go. All right. I'll go the Suns. All right. We'll see. If none of them hit, then no payout. If one of them does, just let's we'll throw like 10 bucks on it. You got a deal. All right. Uh, you got anything you want to you wanna plug? You wanna, you've been watching. Um, I know David's going to talk for a while about <laughs> his favorite part of the show. His anime and his hentai. Um, I I don't. I don't even have anything to talk about there. I haven't. I haven't watched any anime since last week. You guys over exaggerate it. I just know you're a big lover of it, man. <laughs> There's no shame in it. You don't have to be ashamed. But Mueller, you got you got anything you've been watching? Anything that you uh, you got any? You want to start your own like Twitter account to give sports betting advice? You know, just plug away, man. I don't. I wanted to lock a first touchdown score for tomorrow, but I just feel like I'm too hot and I don't want to give bad advice because I've got. There's just an L waiting for me around the corner. That's the way it seems to go, man. You just just hope you uh, ride a hot streak as long as possible. Once it stops, no one to get out. But what's uh, what's MVS first touchdown at? You're 
I checked today and everything outside of like Travis Kelsey and Isaiah Pacheco was like 1500 plus 1500. Okay. I, yeah, he's plus 1300. That's what it looks like. I can't even bet in North Carolina. Is that what is that what you're saying is that your advice? David's yeah. saying lock in MVS who has give me his total number of catches this year. Oh gosh. Over you're, under 5. Give me I'll look it up right now. Give me I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. You are you got a guess over under 5? I I'm going to go Wait, over under four and a half. Okay. Uh I'll say over I, I bet he's got 5 exactly. He's got 7. No touchdowns yet. So he's due. That's what you're saying. He's due. Yeah. All right, uh, David. You Dante got any... Williams at plus twelve hundred is good value. I don't That's think not... the Broncos will score much, but I could see him coming out and having a good first drive. You're saying first touchdown score, uh, plus twelve hundred. I mean, that's, that's that's that's, that's when they're game. That's when they're game planned. You know, all that's all set up. So, uh, no real adjustments need to be made. But yeah, Mueller's locking in Javante, MVS. Uh, I guess I'll my first touchdown scorer. I'll go long shot. Uh, Travis Kelsey. Wow, how bold! So, you know, so if you listen back and you hear that I gave you this advice, then uh, you can thank me later. But um, I did hit on a parlay, the Chiefs parlay, touchdown score, anytime score last week. Chiefs and Vikings. Kelsey. Pacheco and Madison all scored. So that was nice. But I cashed out. I'm done betting for the year. <laughs> um, it's looked a little better than I was giving him credit for. Madison, I, he, he looks good. He just makes dumbass mistakes, man. He's, he had, was it just this week where he had that? I mean, he had a walk in touchdown. Had he just caught that he, ball? That was he's, he's had a couple of them, a couple of those. But yeah, this week he did that. And then he's had a couple fumbles. So. I mean, we'll see. We'll see if he keeps the job or not. But he looks. I mean, he looks fine. He runs hard, breaks a lot of tackles. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't they're know. gonna have to lean on him more too. Kirk's not gonna be able to throw forty times a game. We'll see if they can stop turning the ball over, man. Stop having to play from behind. But all right, David. Anything you want to say before we wrap it up? Nope, I got nothing else. All right. Hey, fuck it. Hey, fuck it. Hey, fuck it. Hey, Jesus. We gotta fucking deal with this together, bro. Okay? You got the shit. Okay, bye.